Hello friends, it is officially um, day two of Christmas and I just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Keep in mind that Christmas only just began yesterday. It doesn't end. The celebration goes on and according to the traditional calendar in the church, Christmas doesn't really stop until January 13th. So celebrate as much as you want. Celebrate hard, my friends, because... Christ is officially here. Yay! So, um, I thought I would do some post-Advent reflections, I suppose, and um, share what I'm hoping to get out of this Christmas season. So, Advent is definitely a mini-Lent, as I have talked about before. Um, So... You know, we're called to try to make sacrifices and abstain and um, do all the things, you know, to our best abilities. So, you know, and that and we can do that all year round. It doesn't have to be during Advent or during Lent because a lot of people just think, oh, during Lent we're called to do this. But it's true. But we can be doing that all year round if we want to. So all year round you could continue to help out at, I don't know, nursing home or wherever, um, or every year, like throughout the year, you could, um, maybe donate to a certain organization if it's possible. There's different things that we can do all year round, um, you know, develop a prayer routine, um, you know, try to find ways to help us grow spiritually, you know, we're always trying to grow in our faith, that's what we're called to do, is we're, we're called to strive towards sainthood, um, my life motto is striving towards sainthood, I developed it about a year ago, and, um, it's been something I constantly am reminding myself, you know, like, I might be complaining about something, and then I'm like, wait, it'll all be okay because this is part of God's plan for me and then I have to remind myself that I'm striving towards sainthood so everything that I have to go through you have to go through your family has to go through everybody has to go through is a means of us of helping us strive towards sainthood it just really depends on how we use our time and how we use the opportunities that that God gives us. So, um, again, you know, we're always trying to grow spiritually, um, or even, you know, mentally and physically. So, you know, we should try to be physically fit because our bodies are temples, um, of God and he created us, you know, like we should do things to help reduce stress in our lives. So that way we can serve others better. I mean, there's all these things that we can be doing all year round. We don't just have to be doing at a specific point in the, in just, you know, the secular year or the liturgical year. So I'm just kind of throwing that out there, but I did just want to say that I hope everybody had a wonderful Advent. I know I had a lot of ups and downs. I started off pretty strong in Advent, I felt. I felt like I was trusting a lot. I was doing a lot in... I guess a lot to help me in my spiritual life, 
excuse me, I'm tired. Um, I was up really late last night and I was doing, I, I just felt like I was doing much better. And then kind of as Advent went on halfway through, I started feeling worse and worse and worse because God, I feel like I was given a lot of different trials and things and, um, I had just a hard time approaching them in the way I maybe should have, but I'm not going to beat myself up for it because the past is the past and there's always today and tomorrow, you know? So, um, I would say it's not like the most fulfilling Advent season I've ever had, but it was a good one. I felt like I'm growing a lot as a person this year, um, whether it be like the start of this liturgical year um, that happened at Advent or even at the beginning of this year, kind of looking back because again, it's like almost another year, which is scary. And, and I don't know how I feel about 2022 because there's a lot that's going to happen for me in 2022 that I don't know if I'm mentally prepared for. So keep me in your prayers because I think I'm okay with being stuck in 2021, even though, honestly, it was a really, really difficult year for me, really difficult, but I think I'm just not mentally prepared for what 2022 has in store, because there's just a lot of new things, new scary things that I honestly am not emotionally or, like, mentally prepared for, so give me my keep me in your prayers if you can um I'm just not gonna go into complete detail on that but I think I think a new year is something that definitely scares us all um and I don't think you should put a lot of pressure on yourself to accomplish x y and z in the new year you could have you could make a list of things that let me see. Oh, sorry, I'm yawning again. You should make a list of things that maybe, you know, you can implement in your spiritual routine or um, your everyday life. But they don't have to be, they don't necessarily have to be these crazy big goals that you're never going to achieve. Um, you know, because I've seen it, a video on YouTube about that and it was a while back and it's like don't put pressure on yourself for something that you know you're not going to be able to do or handle at the time baby steps is key you can accomplish a lot more if you have little baby goals that add to a bigger goal in the end which could just mean like oh this year I'm focusing on this and I'm going to do these little things to help me achieve x y and z you don't jump straight to trying to achieve X, Y, and Z because there's just a lot of pressure. And as humans, it takes us a long time to, to um, I guess, motivate ourselves if it's something we are just dreading. Um, and if you're trying to make yourself do something you're dreading, I don't recommend it. Um, do things that you know you will never get tired of and push yourself 
not past your limits, but push yourself um, to try new things and go out more, you know, just kind of those type of things. So if you're just kind of looking for just little mindset things to implement or good habits or whatever, you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Just don't put pressure on yourself to do something that you might not achieve and then beat yourself up over. So something I've learned, a lot of people going into a new year, like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't really do that because the thing is, I personally don't know what next month is going to bring or the month after that or the month after that. Like, I don't know. I mean, we're not promised tomorrow. So I don't think I'm... I like to spend a ton of time worrying about the future and trying to implement a crazy number of goals because at the beginning of last year, I made a goal of trying to read a book once a month and then doing a video review on it and like a classical book. So we're talking about like old English literature and it was hard. I got maybe three months in four months in and I just had to stop because it was a lot on top of um you know just all this other stuff I had to get done that was more important than that and I couldn't quite put that first if that makes sense so um I started kind of beating myself up for quitting it after a while but I tried and I read some pretty good books at the beginning of the year and um and I really dived deep into them, so that was good. Um, I still read, so that was good. And I also tried to make myself read the Bible in a year. I only lasted like two months um, because it was an insane amount of reading. And I felt like I was getting to a point where I was just reading it to read it. And I didn't like that. Um, so there's nothing wrong with doing it if you're doing it right. Or maybe you have someone walking you through it or whatever. It was just me and a piece of paper that said what I had to read every day, and I started dreading it, and that sounds bad, you shouldn't dread reading the Bible, um, the best book ever, so, yeah. Okay, so, moving on from talking about goals and all that kind of stuff, basically what I was trying to say is, like, again, don't beat yourself up if you don't get something done that you wanted to get done but just try like there's nothing wrong with putting those goals out there to motivate you to read or to pick up the bible more or maybe like maybe you're gonna do like some sort of like walking challenge or whatever like there's nothing wrong with trying those things out because they can motivate you but also keep in mind that you there will be days where you might not feel like doing it and sometimes you might get behind and that's okay um so basically those are just some thoughts about new year goals just again don't put pressure on yourself because you never know what tomorrow might bring and so that's when things start getting all thrown off and you know get behind and all that okay so um Let's talk about Chris, the Christmas season and how to 
use it to your best abilities. So I'm not saying go out and, you know, eat in over excess or drink or something, you know what I mean? Like, we're meant to celebrate. So keep in mind that God always wants us to do things in moderation. So whatever feels healthy and good and right is probably healthy, good, and right. So you're your best judge and celebrate. Take time to celebrate. Take time off to really just do nothing and be there for your family and friends. Um, you know, take take time for yourself because time to just recharge can help immensely through whatever you're going through. Um, and just soak it all in. You know, I think we often... Sorry about that, guys. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I was saying. Oh. Basically, try to take advantage of the present moment. Because it'll go by before you know it. And you'll be, like, begging for Christmas break or whatever again. So... Use it to your best abilities, you know. Enjoy it, soak it in, live in the present moment. Whether that means waking up slower than maybe you're normally used to or, you know, really enjoying that cup of coffee or tea in the morning. Um, Watching a movie with your friends and family. Um, Making memories, you know, going out and trying new things. Um, Maybe trying to cook a new meal whatever it may be you know just be be um be joyful and spread that joy and take it all in because again it'll it'll all be gone before you know it so just soak it all in that's kind of what I'm trying to like remind myself of because I noticed how quickly Christmas day was going by yesterday and it was just kind of making me really sad and Um, I just had a lot of different things on my mind that I couldn't quite pinpoint how to address, if that makes sense. And so, at first, I was kind of letting it get to me and bother me on Christmas. And I think having those good, healthy distractions and um, trying to get out of my head or whatever really helped. Um, And I also recommend just trying to get off your phone. Taking a lot of time off of technology can do wonders for the soul and for the mind and for the body. So I know that obviously sometimes you have to have your phone on you to contact people, especially if, you know, there's some sort of, I guess, like family emergency or whatever, but you know, just put it in another room, maybe in a drawer, that's what I like to do, have the sound on, so that way it's loud enough if somebody were calling you, and it was an emergency, if that makes sense, um, you know, feel free to check it every so often if you want to, but just try, try to avoid touching it, try to challenge yourself to do that, I'm telling you, it, it's crazy, it's awesome how, much you just feel like 
I don't know, not a new person, but you just feel fresher and just more at ease. Um, And I think one of the hardest things for taking a break from your phone is you constantly have this desire to go and check it and see if that one friend replied to your message or if someone, you know, commented on your post or whatever it is. You never realize how much you let it, I guess take up your time and energy until you put it away for a while and you like feel like you're dying without it you know what I mean so just put it away try to soak in the present moment because you know life is is fragile you know we have a finite time in this life and God wants us to use it to our best abilities and I've talked about how he wants us to to find joy and find um peace but we have to realize that that's also finite, you know, that's not going to, you know, satisfy us, so we can't go out and, you know, do every bad thing that we think is going to bring us pleasure, but we can do those good small things, like soaking in time with our family and, and friends, and enjoying good food, because, you know, in the Bible, it says, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow will worry for itself. And it's true. So God wants us to just be happy and find joy in today because tomorrow will come when tomorrow comes. And when it comes, you worry about whatever you're, you know, you think you're going to worry about then. And it might not even seem as big of a deal. So just taking time to to step back and just really look at the world around you, soak it all in, take those pictures in your, with your mind of those moments, and realize that I think I've always been so like, I need to take a picture of this to remember. I think as beautiful as it is to take pictures and have it to look back on, I feel like it almost makes certain memories... I don't know. It I guess it makes me realize that I wish I would have soaked in all that I could while not trying to take pictures, if that makes sense. Because whenever I visited the Outsiders Museum for my birthday um, several months ago, I kid you not, I probably took about 200-something pictures um, in the two and a half days we were there or whatever um like in Tulsa and guys as I was looking back I was like did you really need to take pictures of all this like I love the fact that I can look back on it now and just see all the little details but so I'm yawning again but did I really need to do that probably not um I think it made me Wish I would have just soaked it all in more. But I kind of learned my lesson. So now, whenever I go back, you know, I have all those pictures, I guess. And I can just soak it all in, pretty much. That's all I think I really want to do is pretty much soak it in, maybe take a few pictures. But really soak it in. And really take the time to talk to the staff. And instead of just, like, looking at everything... Because, like, since I've seen most of it before, obviously they always have new things coming in and all that. Um, 
I do, I think I just want to, like, spend more time talking to the staff, because the amount of stories and knowledge that they have is insane, and I wish I would have done that more. I think I was just shy, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's just so much to see, so it's kind of like, I have to go back. I know I will at some point. Um, it's a plan. Um, in fact, we do have a date in mind, so hopefully we'll see, and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I mean, I think I was fortunate enough to go, so I think as, as fun as it is to look back on all the pictures and all the memories, I think I wish I would have saw it all through my own eyes instead of through a camera, camera lens, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of what I started to feel when I was like looking back at old pictures and memories from this year like I'm glad I took pictures because I mean they're like I guess tickets to a trip down memory lane but maybe I should have taken less in certain situations because I wish I would have soaked it in more you know what I mean there's nothing wrong with not posting about something not taking tons of pictures about some, like, you know, for something, because people still enjoyed their lives and lived their lives for hundreds of years without cameras, and I think one of the things they would do is they would write a lot, they would write about a lot of stuff, and I think that really helps you to be a very creative person, also helps your memory, so maybe if you want to challenge yourself over break or something, you could try not to take a ton of pictures, even though you feel tempted. Really just try to soak it all in and take kind of mental pictures of everything. And then after some sort of like important event that you went to, write it all down. Maybe get a journal to write it down. Write down all your memories in. Okay, so that's about it, folks. I mean, that was just kind of random little things that you could do because... I think we all kind of need those reminders here and there. And there's nothing wrong with taking time to just rest, relax. Because what did, what did God do on the last day during the creation story? He rested. He wants us to rest too. Um, that does not mean we are lazy all break and just sleep and eat all the time, you know. Um, just really soak in the present moment and realize how much God has given us, like, and how sacred of a gift this is. And it's only the beginning of the Christmas season, so keep on celebrating. Don't get sad and let be like, oh, Christmas is over. No, Christmas has just begun, my friends. Keep on celebrating. Keep on trying to find joy and spread that. You know, keep on serving. Keep on loving. It never, it never should stop just because, you know, Advent stops or just because, you know, Lent stops. You know, we don't we don't stop, you know, trying to have good habits and make good choices and stuff. Those are things we have to work on every single day. We're imperfect human beings, and there's always something to work on. If you feel like that there's not something to work on, then that's something you got to work on. Um, that's that's what um, that's what one of my tutors said to me. He's like, I mean, I never felt that way, but he said that he was saying this about like because we were reading a passage and this character was like that she was like I think we're analyzing a passage from 
this is my SAT tutor. We were analyzing a passage from, like, Emma, the Jane Austen novel, and she was just kind of like, oh, I, there's just nothing wrong with me. I'm just, like, this perfect person, blah, blah, blah. And we were saying how that, that's her fault because she felt like she had no faults, but her fault was that she felt like she has had no faults. Does that make sense? Like, um, so I think it's just kind of interesting. Um, but we always have things we can be working on and praying about it and reflecting on it is something that I have found really, really helpful. Um, I recently picked up, and by recently I mean like yesterday, I re-picked up this book that I've been meaning to read for a long time. Um, so it's this book called Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean, Father Jean-Pierre de Cassade. Um, it's a French priest, and I have an abridged version, so it's kind of like this mini booklet version of it. Um, I'm sure you could find one. It's more of a condensed version of it. It's not like for kids or anything. It's just more of a condensed version of it because it's not that it's not that it's super long, but if you kind of need it, need to get some quick little spiritual reading done, it's a good one to do because it's powerful and it's quick. Um, I am really, really, really enjoying it. I have I read the first three chapters yesterday. Um, before mass and man guys it's so 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 good I highly recommend it um, I'm glad I started it yesterday on Christmas um, it was just very very powerful and it really talked about how the only thing we're really supposed to do is what we have in front of us at the present moment it's truly truly beautiful it talks about Mary's fiat um, and, and it shows the parallelism between Jesus's moment in the garden of Gethsemane, where he says, thy will be done. Um, if you look at the Latin for both of them, they're very similar, um, the translations and everything. So just seeing that parallelism is just so, so, so beautiful, um, and it's just a reminder of what we are called to do is just say yes to God's will, the will he has for us in the present moment. Um, so I think it just really helped put me in a good perspective because I think we often jump to, you know, when we're in distress, we often jump to conclusions. We often jump to what could happen in the future or if we're, you know, regretting the past, we're dwelling on it, we're obsessing over it, but that's in the past, we can't do anything about it. So I think it really does a good job at showing us, the the book really does a good job at showing its readers how, well, not really the book, but Father Jean-Pierre does a wonderful job at showing his readers that, look, we shouldn't worry about the past, the past is in the past. We can't do anything about the future. The present moment is a gift from God. That's why it's called a present. My dad had, he, he would always remind me that, and he still does. And he said that he often would kind of, 
get in that little funk of like reflecting on the past and the things that he regretted and you know just things that he was dreading about the future and he let it ruin his present the present moment when God had given him a wonderful opportunity to struggle or suffer or go through something and he didn't take advantage of it you know he just complained about it and he let it get to him um and he said that this book really switched his whole perspective around um and it really helped him just say you know what this is this is part of God's plan right here and right now and I'm just going to to praise him for it and um it helped him he said it helped him to to thank God for those moments where he was just so close to complaining so close to just wallowing in his pain or whatever or suffering instead he was like he would thank God he was like Lord thank you for this moment um I'd like to offer it up for the, you know, for the uh, repose of the soul, for the holy souls in purgatory. Um, and I think it's just so beautiful that he has gotten to a place where he can do that. Um, and I pray that I can and other people can. And um, that's something I really want to work on this coming year, especially this Christmas season. Um, and it even talks about, you know, at the, I think it was maybe chapter one or two in my abridged version that really talked about his coming. You know, Jesus is coming to this world, how it was simple but so powerful. Um, and it was part of God's plan. So just highly recommend that, especially for, you know, this Christmas season and going onwards into this Christmas year, this Christmas year, this new year, again, again, I'm so tired, um, I do hope that you'll have a wonderful Christmas season, a wonderful new year, um, just really soak it all in, guys, and just, just pray and be thankful, there's just so much good, that we often neglect because we're focusing on the things that are stressing us out and our work that are, you know, and those things that are worrying us. And I am honestly there with you guys, but I just kind of want to remind you guys that it is possible. It is possible to just say, you know what? Thank you, Lord, for this. This might not be what I want or what I feel that I need, but I know you have a purpose for this. You know, help me to strive towards sainthood. I like to use this for um, the repose of the soul of all the holy souls in purgatory. And then you can maybe say a particular soul, you know, mention a particular soul maybe of a loved one that has died or a friend that has died. Know how powerful your prayers and your sacrifices are for the holy souls in purgatory and they need it. Um, so just just smile at the face of adversities i know guys it's hard you know that's what i'm learning that's what i'm striving towards um but again reading the lives of the saints is so motivating so 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 motivating especially those very simple saints that just said yes like saint therese and mother angelica i've been really um just kind of drawn towards them recently and um a good friend of mine got me a book um this kind of like this devotional book um 
on St. Therese in a journal for Christmas. That's what I'm really excited about this Christmas season and this new year is diving into that because I felt like it was a sign from God Um, because I've been really drawn towards St. Therese recently because I did feel like we had a lot in common in terms of our emotions and scrupulosity and all that. Obviously, I'm not in a spot where I am, like, where she is, where she was in, um, where, you know, she learned to accept it and use it to her best abilities, and then she came up with the little way and all that. You know, I'm still working on that, but that's okay. Um, God gave us the saints for a reason, and you're called to be a saint, so you know, maybe that's something you can challenge yourself to do this Christmas break or this Christmas season, I mean, and this new year is to read a saint book or pick a saint of the year um, and read a lot of their writings and um, read about others who, you know, maybe knew them personally or whatever. Um, It's a beautiful way to, I guess see that everyone's faith journey is different. Not one person is going to have a similar faith journey as another person. I mean, we might have a few have some things in common, but it's not going to be the same at all. Um, each person is unique. Their faith journey is unique to them. And we have to carry our own unique crosses um, through that journey. So I think just maybe finding some saints that really resonate with you and um, maybe just picking a saint for the year to really just draw closer to and ask for their intercession is just a beautiful thing. So those are just some ideas, some hopefully motivational and, I don't know, somewhat inspiring things that y'all could be doing throughout the Christmas season, throughout this coming year um again just just know that each moment is a gift from god and don't beat yourself up for the past don't worry about the future because you're jeopardizing your your joy you know you're you're taking that away from you you know you are stealing your own joy um there's this book by matthew matthew Kelly, and it's called, it's on something about happiness, I can't remember, but basically we, we rob ourselves of our own happiness, and we shouldn't do that, we have every reason to be happy, because we have a God that loves us, a God that provides for us, and that died on the cross for us, so we have every reason to rejoice, and to be happy, and to be thankful, um, I think it's just a matter of learning to remind ourselves that we're learning to rem- to remind ourselves to turn to God in those moments of distress. And we're all on this journey together and we shouldn't have to go through it alone. Um, we never, well, first of all, we never are because we have God, but we also have the church. Um, so know that there's a purpose behind your struggles. There's a purpose behind maybe this season of waiting or this season of 
um, grief or whatever you're going through and just, just praise God for it because there really is so much good. There's so much good to come and I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas season. Um, God bless, take care, and I'm hoping to, um, talk to y'all soon.